It's all politics, all of the time. From the Blue Devil Hub, this is the News Cycle. I'm Max Davis-Housefield. Coming up, we talk with representatives of the local political parties in a special political roundtable episode. Today's Monday, March 21st. Just to be clear, the following interview was recorded on March 3rd. So for our special discussion, we're joined by Linda Dios, the chair of the Yolo County Democratic Party, and Jim Fine, the communications director for the Yolo County Republicans. Thank you both for taking the time to speak with me today. You're very Thank welcome. you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, so um, maybe starting with you, Mr. Fine, could you tell me what your party stands for on the local level at this point in time? Yeah, so our the Old County Republican Party stands for a lot of the same things that uh, the National Party is standing for right now uh, in terms of main issues, especially uh, we're really concerned with cost of living. Uh, in California especially, Davis included, uh, cost of living's crazy. Uh, and some of the things that we're seeing from the current administration in the White House, uh, especially to do with energy policy, are increasing the cost of living. Um, it, especially gas gas prices are out of control right now. And one of the one of the co- contributing factors to that is that we are not investing in the, the pipe energy, the gas pipelines that uh, the prior administration wanted to have in place. Uh, so, so we we don't have enough gas um, to to keep our costs low while we while uh, there, there are shocks to the to the gas market like we're seeing right now in Ukraine and Russia. Ms. Diaz, locally. Statewide and nationally, it's, you know, my job is to grow the party. So right now, just looking at the numbers, we've got about 62,000 Democrats registered here and about 24,000 Republicans. And what we're focused on here locally is housing. (laughs) That kind of comes around to cost of living and be it housing, we can call it affordable housing, workforce housing, getting more people in living situation is very important to us. Another huge deal is the Green New Deal, is making sure we're addressing climate change issues. We're very concerned of our continued reliance on carbon-based fuel. And I get it. I grew up with having the cars, all of that, and it's a tough thing to transition from. But we got to start looking at that because the world is changing and we are contributing to those changes. So frankly, housing is huge. Health care would be another one of can get into that later and then addressing the effects of climate change. Yeah. So let's uh, take a minute more on climate change. That's really a major issue for us youth. We really recognize that um, it's an issue that will need to be addressed by our generation. And uh, Mr. Fine, you talked about energy, about getting gas in there. How? What's your guys' plans, your party's plans to tackle the climate crisis? So uh, there is a divide within the Republican Party on specifically to do with climate change. We have, we do have members that completely agree with it, agree that it, it is a big problem, uh, and others that are less inclined that way. Um, what we do agree with, or, or some consensus positions are like that, um, in terms of what, just sticking with gas for a moment, 
if we don't build gas pipelines in the United States, we're going to be getting that gas elsewhere in the short and medium term, at least. And that gas is going to come from countries like Saudi Arabia and Russia. Both those countries have less environmental regulations than we have here. So in the end, we're actually increasing our pollution level uh, in, in terms of the full world, uh, while, while the numbers look different. Um, it, it, and so it, it is counterproductive to, to halt those projects in the United States. In terms of renewable energies, there is definitely a place for that. But those technologies still haven't matured enough to be able to take the place of, uh, of fossil fuels at the moment. Uh, so, so we need to make sure we have a combination of those things. Another thing is a nuclear power in that uh, we need to make sure we have nuclear power. One of the things California is doing is we currently have two or we have one nuclear reactor. We just phased one out and we're going to phase out the other one very shortly. That nuclear reactor, I believe, accounts for roughly 10 percent of California's energy. That's going to increase energy prices. And nuclear is not officially a renewable energy but it does not cause all that much pollution and it is very safe. I think Mr. Fine has a point that we're in a transition here and working to find a way to go from a carbon-based fuel system to a non-carbon-based system. And there's going to have to be steps in between that. How do we account for that? um, The party itself is committed to giving businesses incentives to businesses, incentives to individuals to convert their homes, their businesses, et cetera, over to renewable energy sources. And that could be anywhere from you know, going all electric in one's home. In Davis here, we're promoting the idea that any new developments be built all electric with no natural gas pipes coming in, into the homes. That's an example of having microgrids, and the idea of having battery storage you know, bringing that into local control in that regard. Um, We have our Valley Clean Energy, where we are again wanting to continue to promote having local control of those energy sources at a state and federal level and even an international level. There are, of course, challenges on that. And we see what's going on now with the war in Ukraine and what's how that affects how that has affected our gas prices, et cetera. Um, I don't know if new pipelines are the, or is the right direction to go in, and my party does not support that, as well as with nuclear power. I mean, I, I'm seriously going to date myself here in that in 1984, I was a nuclear freeze voter. <laughs> I was out there marching and doing all of that. I was down at Diablo Canyon to shut it down. I was marching to shut down Rancho Seco in Sacramento. We have to look at that. Nuclear has, I'm I'm sorry, this is not the party. This is me. Nuclear has to be in the picture. Mm -hmm. Safe nuclear. (laughs) Yeah. There are common grounds within the Republican Democratic Party. Of course. Clearly. Of course. So to kind of change gears here, what have you guys heard uh, from local people uh, about the most important issues on their minds? Why don't you go ahead, Jim? All right, yeah. Uh, cost, cost of living is definitely the main concern. Um, price of education, I'm a college student, um, and the cost of education is definitely a concern uh, among college students. One of the things that I think should be done to lower the cost of education is we currently, in a lot of universities, have more, uh, more administrators than students. 
that shouldn't be the case. Um, <laughs> if you want to know how the price of college is increasing, just look at that. Well, there here is something you and I completely agree on. <laughs> My day job is I'm a bankruptcy attorney and I advise um, recent graduates on student loans, not so much always through the bankruptcy process, but I help negotiate those issues with the loan servicers. And it has just been, to me, a crime to watch the cost of tuition going up and the number of use that the administrators going up, you know, threefold, fourfold, fivefold. And that, to me, is terrible. So the Democratic Party, here's where I can come back around to that, <laughs> in support, wants to build on a community college system, wants, you know, more students going that route. I wish I had done that. I, I would have saved a lot of money if I'd done that. But to come back to where you had said one of the issues that we hear from folks, and obviously when I'm talking to the students around here, it's the cost of education and the fear of the cost of education if they're high school going on to college, talking to them and their parents. I have two mini dorms next to me, you know, one on one side, you know, the three bedroom house with 12 people in there. <laughs> Oh, it's cost of housing comes into that and the cost of living around that. Well, that's our show for today. If you want to catch an extended version of the episode, you can find that online at bluedevilhub.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The News Cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Louise Jimenez writes our theme music. The program is produced by Stella Mays and Max Davis Housefield. Our executive producer is Jihan Moon. Stay safe. Have a good week, and we will see you next time.